welcome, 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 and thank you so very much for joining me for another episode of Talking Cloud. My name's Grant Asplin. Man, I'm so jazzed today because, you know, I love talking with people that are way smarter than me, which isn't hard to find. But uh, today, man, we got a guy who's, you know, rather than running through the LinkedIn profile like I normally will do, we've had him on the program before. So if you want to hear that preamble, go dig it up. Um, But I'm going to tell a different story. And it was how we met. Uh, because I was at Blue Coat Systems and they were going through some major transformation. I mean, these guys had, I think, like 97 out of the Fortune 100 as a customer, uh, but they just were like totally hitting the wall on strategy and uh, they were just doing kind of unnatural things with their product to try to make it compete in other markets. And so uh, Thoma Bravo saw the opportunity, came in, takes the company private, whacks off a third of the company, and then rebuilds with some amazing muscle. And uh, this is some of that rebuild. Uh, Venkat, I met, he was the vice president of engineering, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, he'll, He'll correct me if I'm wrong. And he was fairly new to the company, and and I somehow managed to dodge the uh, riff, and I was at the airport, and, and and I remember, and I saw him, and anybody who knows me knows I'm really kind of a bashful and shy guy, uh, but today, uh, this day, I felt brave enough, and I walked up, and I introduced myself. And we've been friends ever since. And um, it's been terrific. Uh, uh, it wasn't like, you know, he immediately invited me to stay over the night at his house and uh, <laughs> play in his backyard or anything. But uh, we've been, you know, we stayed in contact. Well, uh, he now is the co-founder and CEO of a very cloud-native, cloud-centric, security-oriented right on the edge company. It's called Stack Identity. And I'm super jazzed to shut up now and, and have a conversation with Venkat Ravgavan. Venkat, hey, man, thanks so much for coming on the program again. I really do appreciate it. Hey, hey, Grant, thanks. Uh, I can't believe it's 14 years now. It's, it's unbelievable. Time just flies. That's a, oh, my gosh, I, you know. I didn't put a number on it. Yeah, that's extraordinary. That's right. It was. And you know what? It's almost like an anniversary for us, I think, coming up because it was on Valentine's Day in in uh, 2012 when uh, the, 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 the hammer dropped, uh, yeah. as they say. That was the announcement day. I remember that specifically. Uh, so, wow, that's crazy. Well, um, man. I want to jump right in and um, certainly for the edification of everyone listening, I want you to kind of first pause and let's give everybody kind of an understanding of stack identity. But let me just first give a plug and say, you got to take a look at this company. It's really amazing. 
um, started by some brilliant guys. So I'm going to tell some story for those of you listening that remember that transition with Blue Coat Systems, because a lot of my audience, I think, is uh, in and from that era and remembers these companies. Um, you, you know, Blue Coat went out and did some amazing building uh, through Thoma Bravo, and we bought and acquired a number of companies, and one of them was this company called Solera Networks. And it was so cool because I remember the era, 2012, it was a VCR for your network traffic. And so literally your TV, I mean, your monitor turned into this, uh, what appeared to be this flowing river of all the different traffic types and it was all recorded and you could say, I don't want to see HTTP. I don't want to see this type. And it would just magically disappear. And t- I mean, it was a revolutionary and super cool product. Well, the guy who led development and engineering for that company, he's the co-founder with Venkat. Venkat, I mean, I'm going to let him tell you, his history goes back, what, 15 or 16 or something years with IBM. He's like, was on the original committee or group that formed SAML 1.0. I mean, anyway, okay, I said I was going to shut up. Now I am. So Venkat, tell everybody about Stack. Tell everybody about the problem you saw and uh, what you guys are wrestling with, and we'll go from there. And sorry for babbling on so long. Hey, thanks, Brian. Yeah, I think it's uh, just a phenomenal journey looking back at, at the history. You know, I, I cut my teeth in identity, like I said, SAML, way back when. <laughs> and now you look back, you know, we built uh, the market is, you know, demanding more identity, single sign-on, authentication. This is all the rage now, you know. I was very fortunate to build this first products uh, as part of the Java era, as Java took off. Yeah. People are building online you know, applications, uh, real estate, all the banks were in online. Now we take it for granted, but all these things are now kind of the Java era. And so you know, I was very fortunate to build uh, you know, a great company that IBM acquired, uh, a, a company called Dascom. And so that sort of led uh, my journey into the identity and access management space, which is the biggest market we have right now. And it's interesting. What was the year? What what was the year that uh, IBM acquired? Just 2000. Uh, I remember that was the Y2K. Remember the Y2K Mm. rage? Oh, yeah. The sky's falling. The world's going to end. Yeah, the world's going to end. Exactly. So so, fortunately, the world did not end. And so, uh, you know, we ran ran up a fantastic business serving a lot of fortune. Very similar to the Blue Coat customer profile. IBM had a great profile of customers. Uh, mostly Fortune Global 2000 customers. And within that, the Global 500 is a massive install base for us. So, uh, you know, eight years in, into the journey, uh, lots more products. Uh, we saw that, uh, that uh, you know, recession, right? Lehman Brothers collapsed, that big thing happened in the market. Oh. Okay, oh, And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, the cloud shows up with AWS. And so now when the, we are in the cloud era, we went from Java to the yep. cloud era, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and so now we got to start to rebuild some of the identity foundations for the cloud era. Right now, uh, you fast forward to 2015. Now we get this thing called Kubernetes. I'm like, what is this? Mm. And so now, you know, that is showing us a new a cloud native era where things are built natively on the cloud. 
wow, okay, now we got to look at identity and say, wait a minute, we got to rebuild some of these foundations we built for the cloud era on this cloud native era. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, now, come around 2020, kind of pre-COVID, a company called Snowflake shows up. Massive data platforms, zettabytes of data. They're building this new category of uh, data applications. Oh, wow. Okay, now identity has to be understood in a data context. That's pretty interesting. Mm. Now, now, three years ago, there's not even era. Last year, we saw ChatGPT. <laughs> now we're seeing the next era unfolding. So yeah. if you look back in history, I've very been fortunate as part of three eras. And, you know, and what's common across all these three eras is identity and its access. That is always the problem for customers. So when we talk to customers every day, you know, identity is part of their big growth initiatives. They were, they're building new applications, they're opening up the data to third parties. Uh, everything's API-based, they're building data products. But they're relying on identity as a foundation for that. And yep. so the cloud security, the cloud you know, pieces are now morphing to identity security. So that's a big, you know, we've gone from identity being, you know, uh, a basic, you know, productivity enabler to now, you know, 20 years later, it's become a foundation of security. And that's a change that customers are reacting to. It's, it's been a fantastic ride of the last two decades. And it seems, and, you know, remember, you know, you're the professor and I'm the Gilligan, but it seems like uh, identity is getting more granular. Right. It's it, it. I mean, it's not just a person and an application that you have access to and then you're in. Right. It's it's who are you and whoa. OK, yeah, you're a person that's part of the company, but everything has gotten so much more granular. Obviously, I, that's that's part of, I think, zero trust. Right. This whole notion that you're 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 interrogating everything, not assuming anything, but identity seems to be going that way also. And as applications become native and they become dispersed and more granular, thus the identity has to follow, right? Am I, am I right or am I missing it? No, absolutely. I think we have uh, everything now has an identity, right? It's not just the humans like you and me, it's, it's right. you know, Teams, its workloads, its APIs have identities, and because they act like you and I, they they read data, they export data, and things like that. You know, ChatGPT wants to get access to your data. So, yep. we are seeing a world where now we're seeing a massive volume of identities showing up because everything is now grounded in an identity. Okay, and and there's no difference between a human being, you know, uh, you know, needing access to an application and in, a, in another application using an API to access some other application via an identity. But that's a big yep. change we've seen in the last uh, you know, two, three eras is really everything is built on a foundation of identity. And that's good because then you can start to you know, authenticate the identity. You can start to verify the identity. You right. can always trust. Uh, and the, the zero trust aspects lend itself really well to an identity-centric exactly. world. And exactly. to pick up on your point on uh, granularity, it's not access to just infrastructure, it's access to data. And where, where we see 
uh, if you talk to customers, they're all building, their teams are building very interesting applications using data. And data and AI is really the fuel now to build applications. So we're seeing a world right now where people are building thousands of applications, uh, you know, data products, and, and they're sharing this with their customers, and they're co-building these, some of these products with their, with their partners. So there's a big identity ecosystem that's emerging, right? Mm-hmm. It's got to be very, very granular. What data is being shared with whom and why and what, what purpose? So these are all right. very hard questions that I think uh, our customers are saying, look, you know, you know, we built a foundation of, of access management. But that was 20 years ago. The world is quite different right now. How do we help us get to the next stage yeah. of being very productive and, and, uh, and still be secure in our, in our environments? So an identity, you know, one of the fundamental things I think about is the only reason I create an identity is to have an associated policy or, or privilege or capability. Other, otherwise, you're public. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it is part and parcel to an identity. It is uh, uh, an associated capability that you are going to tie with that. I, I guess, right? An entitlement or a, a, a capability. And that's part of it too, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, the only reason for an identity to exist is because you're, you're trying to control some access for right. the identity. Otherwise, you don't need an identity. You can just have public access, right? So, so the identity in its fullest definition includes all the access that it has been granted, right? Access to do things. Uh, for right. example, if you look at, for example, uh, an EC2 instance, which is a you know a workload in AWS, that needs an identity to spin up resources in the cloud. Uh, right. If it's a human being, we have access to our Salesforce and our, our databases and our and our, our various SaaS applications for us to do a regular job. Um, if you have an API that periodically takes data from one platform and then does a little bit of an analytics around it, that API needs that API needs an identity and its access. So you cannot divorce identity and access. They all go together. Uh, but the important thing is now, identity is now not just thought about as humans, but increasingly non-humans. Because in the cloud, and particularly in these modern environments, the nature of the work is automated, right? Everything is automated in API base. So Identity has grown on in, in a much bigger way, but access and entitlements attached to identity is also the bigger component, and these two kind of go together. So it seems like what often happens is in really big problems uh, in the market, you, you, you have a lot of people claiming they solve it. Identity is one of them, it seems. But it, it seems like there's, there's a huge disparity between what the uh, enterprise platform CSPM tool uh, or SIM tool does versus what, what Stack does. Talk a little bit about the approaches to the problems you're solving. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean. To make it very simple, right? Identity is is always uh, a, a life cycle. So, for example, right, we have identities that allow us to log in to services. Mm-hmm. So we we can now uh, copy and paste data. We can download. We can export 
and think we can share the data with other applications. So we have the ability to do that. So now the big question is, are the identities authorized to do that function? And, and that's where you know that's where the challenge comes in. So so what we are talking about is how do we simplify and manage the risk of access, uh, right, to an identity. So if you're not supposed to have that access, so somebody should remove the access. And, right. And so, for example, if you look at an attacker, they find the they find a weak weak link, and they enter your environment, so they're able to then use legitimate access to gain access to, you know, data and exploitary data. So all the attacks you've seen in the last, you know, four or five years is legitimate access. And that's right. a risk. So you have to give access to an identity. The question is whether the identity is a good one or a fraud. That's the question mm-hmm. we're trying to ask. So all these other platforms, but of course, this identity notion is not unique to just the cloud. It is unique to all the identities. For example, companies have identities where they're managing employee populations. They're managing contractors. They're managing third parties. They're managing different environments in which access is provided. They're managing internal applications. They're managing, you know, cloud. They're managing, you know, data environments. They're using APIs. So all this ties back to, you know, the universe of the problem we're looking at is identity and access. That's where we're looking at. And then mm-hmm. how does it how does it fan out to various environments the customers are building applications around? Now other other products and technologies come from a different perspective. They look at it from a SOC perspective. Hey. You know, I want to look at identity events uh, that are risky from a SOC perspective. Okay, that's a good use case. But at the end of the day, the problem for customers is how do I prevent unauthorized access? Because if they can prevent unauthorized access through some automation, then they can lock it down. And that's what they're struggling with, right? So the problem we're trying to solve is how do we start to understand identities and its behaviors? So at any point in time, customers are, are assured and have the trust but the environment is operating to their own policies. And, and you know, we kind of talk about this, uh, the right access for the right identity, for the right reasons, and for the right duration. So that, right. that's the simple way to, you know, describe. That's the granularity, I guess. That's, that's the granularity that I was kind of referring exactly. to, where, exactly. the, you know, the old days, it was, oh, it's Venkat. And that's it. You have a card key, you get in, and then yeah. once you're in, you know, your yeah. username and password one time and you're done. Everything pops up on your desktop. All the drives are mapped. All the apps are there, right? I mean, done. And and we are in a different world today when when I'm at home, right? And, and I, I don't have my laptop, so I've got to use a different one and try to do work. When I think of all the checks, balances, identities, applications, how, what's included to allow that capability versus the old card key, I'm in, username, password, done. It's a world of difference. Exactly. I mean, if you recall, maybe even like, you know, a decade ago, before Blue Coat days, we had uh, APTs, Advanced Persistent Threats. That was all the rage. People are creating APTs. Okay, all this, you know, designer malware. Well, yep. today there's no need for that. Don't don't stress yourself. All in all, it is a legitimate access of Grant. I'll just uh, hack into Grant's account. I log in. Right. Grant, get to the data. I'm done. 
So identity is we've heard that we've heard a lot of this too, right? I mean, it certainly seems like there's been numerous examples of a stolen identity. Yep. And and that's the vector that allows the lateral movement, but, but that allows the exploitation. And you've got a smart person that's uh, stolen that identity. So it's not the uh, Joe user that maybe the guy yep. in IT who set Grant up just did a next, next, okay. And he's got much more capability than Grant knows, but Grant's a Gilligan, so he's never used it. But the hacker knows. Right. Exactly. So he's thinking, hey, man, I got the perfect identity. You know, it's amazing. If you go back to the last 20, 25 data breaches and Verizon talks about this in the report uh, extensively. It's all about legitimate access and credentials. It's just mind boggling to me. It's just one attribution. So the moment you give access to identity, you actually increase the uh, attack surface, right? That That's a problem we're seeing. Exactly. So struggle customers have is, how do I start to bring it down and make sure they can lock it, lock their environments down? And that's that's a big challenge. And the reason part of the challenge now versus 10 years ago is the cloud. Now you can spin up a MongoDB instance in 30 seconds, copy data, open up access to your, through an API to your third parties, and you're, you've gone to the next project. Yep, yep. You're sitting there yep. now the data with you know, complete access through an API, yep. who's watching this type of environments? Okay, so right. so we're seeing a very high degree of, of you know, you know, you know, things used to take six months takes you know thirty seconds, uh, and so that's going to only get worse with AI and whatnot. So the challenge is kind of who's watching your identities, who's watching your access. So that's the perspective we come in to help customers, you know, fix their their problems, their gaps in their identity and access management solutions. Yeah. And so that they can start to you know drive into the, some of the bigger growth growth initiatives. I'm just going to read what we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, in that paper, exploding cloud identity threats and their impacts. I, this sentence I just think is really spot on. The increase in cloud computing security risks is inseparable from the growing sophistication and number of identity security threats. I just think that that's really that sums it up. On uh, you, you can't you can't separate yeah. the two. Yeah, uh, think about it. Uh, what you just said. We used to call it identity and access management. That right. Used to be the now we are calling it identity security market. We made a big shift. The way we think about identity, we talk right. about identity, and so this was not a discussion ten years ago. And this is where the challenge is because everything in the digital world is all identity based. So whether it's devices or humans or, or, or non-humans and whatnot. So how do we, how do we make identity a first-class citizen in right. our thought process? In our process you know, that, that's the big change that I think we're bringing in. So stack identity is definitely looking at pioneering an approach around, hey, how do I look at this, look at this problem? In fact, we're not just saying it ourselves. If you look at you know, the Cloud Security Alliance, they're calling it shadow access. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meaning, it's like very similar to shadow IT, right? You know, kind of a decade ago, it's shadow access. Things you're not seeing, uh, right. things you didn't, things you didn't, you didn't, you weren't, you didn't give access to those things, but they got access somehow. Right. Because uh, you know, so these are all something wasn't properly deprecated because exactly. uh, things are lingering or hanging on. Something got uh, adopted or or yeah. inherited that had more privilege than it was supposed to, or something like that. Right? I mean, exactly. or, or all of the above. 
Exactly, exactly. So those are the, and, and that's the new world we live in where they're, you know, because we are, we are programmatic uh, APIs, all these things are coming up. So it's very difficult for customers to manage. There's no more set and forget. And, you know, we kind of talk about this as a day two access. Day one is the initial access, but that's not the issue. That's the easy part. What happens in day two, day three, day five, day 10, day 90, your configuration and your environment has changed completely. Yeah, you set it and forget it. Now it's totally different. That, I mean, that is something that you don't hear anymore. It actually used to be, oh man, yeah, it's just set and forget it, right? It was, it was done and you're going, but that was, that was then, this is now. I mean, I just think it's funny when we think of those terms and how much Yeah, I mean, it's think of changed, how you're acting. Right? You're at home, you're at Starbucks, you're on a hotel, you're on a plane. That's how access is, uh, you know, getting access. So you're not going into an office anymore. Yep. Uh, and this environment has changed quite dramatically. And now all of a sudden your new application pops up. Hey, you know, app this and use an app to get access. So this is a, economy is quite different right now. So. So this is a growing problem. Uh, you know, we are seeing a massive volume of rise in identity threats. And I think we're still at the very first inning, by the way. We are not even close to where this thing is heading. And attackers have figured out the most easiest way for them to hack into is legitimate access. Yep. You know, take over an account, you know, try to own an identity, hack into it, and then use legitimate access to, and then, you know, find their way. And, and so, so that's where I think we see the, the market, the industry, customers struggling with that. It's the interconnectivity, too, it seems, that, that, that exacerbates the problem, right? The fact that, I mean, everything in my life is connected to this big thing called the Internet. So the, the, just the, when you start to look at... Uh, the interconnectivity and the uh, the supply chain connectivity and just how everything is shifting digitally, right? This is the digital transformation. With it comes an associated threat or risk also because of the interconnectivity and everything's connected, right? I mean, it's a, definitely a double-edged sword. And, and you mentioned the right word, interconnectivity, because people cannot see that. Right, correct. See that interconnectivity, right? They know it's happening. Yep. And even in, even in tools like you know, people are people are not able to understand how somebody got access to something. Right. Yeah. Okay. Talk about what you guys are doing in the world of AI, and uh, I mean, is that having an impact in the identity space from your perspective? What's going on there? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, you know, if, let me use a simple example here, right? In many companies, let's say, let's say we find out, hey, Grant should not have access to all these applications. Grant is not in this role anymore. You should, you know, remove all the Grant's access to these applications. Right. People are very nervous of taking away access because they do not know, okay, what, what's the impact on, on, on Grant? In a, you know, so they're very afraid of taking out access. Mm -hmm. And so this always happens, that even when you point out, hey, these are you know, unnecessary access, you know, risky access, you know, take it out, they are reticent to do that. And why is that? Because 
they do not understand uh, the impact of downstream applications. Hey, Grant may need these applications you know, down the line or, or, or I might cut off access in some ways that wasn't intended. So they're unable to take action even with even with given data. Mm-hmm. So what they want to say is, I cannot trust your data, so I cannot act upon it. So then what happens? Nobody takes out anything and access is still there. And that's ground for the attackers to come in. Yeah. So the AI, we're able to pinpoint exactly the chain of access, right? We're able to say, look, you know, this is how Grant is getting access. And Grant's role has changed now. He's no longer in this group anymore in this in this role. And right. he hasn't used access in the last, you know, you know, six months. Right. So it's easy. Just take it out. <clears throat> so the customers want evidence to take action. And with AI, they're able to generate evidence that we couldn't do before and in an easy-to-use fashion. So the yep. point is, you know, like you said, you can you can uh, you can take a horse to the water. You cannot make a drink in a scenario. We we want to that last mile is we want to provide evidence and trust. Yep. The customers can take intelligent decisions. A, there is no reason for Grant to even have this access. Oh, by the way, and Grant is using all these devices. He's actually a high risk user, and and in, let's say Grant doesn't need access. He needs access, you know, once a year. Fine, put him in a different policy that gives grants this infrequent access or right. just in time access. You don't need grant permanent access. So these yep. are the various ways we can we help customers to automate and reduce the attack servers. And yep. these are some examples where AI has come in very handy, where we're able to build trust and give precise context mm-hmm. and intelligence for customers to take action. Well, that's an assistant that can go and figure it out so that's much right. more effectively than yeah any person on your staff, even the best, right? Because the ability AI has to consider 360 degrees of options so much more quickly, it's really extraordinary. And I'm, I mean, I'm kind of excited about some of the ways as I've been, it, it all comes down to the prompts, man. Prompts are, prompts are key in the world of LLMs and AI, at least that's what I'm learning, right? The, the difference a word makes is extraordinary. When you start looking at these big open LLMs and, and chat GPTs of the world, boy, that prompt that you feed that beast is absolutely so key on what you get back. I've just been amazed by that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's that's also a reason why we now we can start to uh, generate natural language, right, for customers to understand and build the trust. Uh, it's no longer about uh, you know Grant having nested groups or static or you know subgroups. Right. These are all technical terms nobody understands. The point exactly. is, look, Grant doesn't need this access. His role has changed. He's not used access you've given him already for the last six months. Yeah, you know he's got a lot of you know he's a, he's got a lot of sensitive access. Okay, on a risk spectrum, take it out. Okay. I fit that use case exactly in a in a previous job, exactly, where I moved and I was still getting emails with links that gave me access that I know I shouldn't have had access to uh, in that new group. Perfect example. Exactly. And in customers, because of the growth in the cloud, you know, new platforms they're building, they got multiple identity systems, not just one. Right. In the, you know, Active Directory used to be the one 
but people have a lot of identity system they got 10 20 systems so that they don't talk to each other lots of silos right they go in. so there are a lot of blind spots like this and so we and the other thing about the assistants is that you can spin them up any number of ways you know you can they can keep on you can you can put human labor on this you know this is mm-hmm. this is really costly for customers they can hire these skills these are deep tech skills right. so yeah the patterns of access for uh, identity and start to say, wait a minute, these are not consistent. You know, I've never seen this access from this identity ever before. Right. Why is it showing? Is it, is it really the account is compromised? So we can start to provide the compression, quick visibility with real intelligence behind this. People can take action versus waiting for some order to happen and then take action. We're able to compress their time and, and that's, how, that's how things are on the cloud. Quick, quick visibility yep. that the cloud can go faster because the cloud is not going to slow down just because of a security issue. They're going to go fast, no matter what. Yep. Yep. So we yep. bring in that, that, uh, the velocity of, of intelligence to customers. Um, on the identity front, we are doing some, some great work on that. That's awesome. So where can, uh, where can the listeners learn a little more about Stack Identity? So we have a great website, of course, stackidentity.com. You know, that's the first you know, place. Yep. Uh, we have a very, very active uh, LinkedIn uh, channel. Uh, we continue to post a lot of interesting articles. We got a great uh, website. If you go to our blog section, we have a number of blogs on the topic. Um, if Do you guys to... offer any kind of like, um, because you're a SaaS, right? Yeah. So, so... if I want to expose one of my accounts, uh, I, and what do you work? AWS, uh, uh, we support Azure, all these cloud environments. We support okay. all these cloud environments. And so uh, to, to, to get started, we have a free assessment service called SARA. SARA is like an AI agent. So you download SARA. You run this in your own environment. You attach to your own cloud accounts. You right. scan. In, in about 45 minutes, we give you all the problems. Okay, right there. And then you figure out, okay, what do I need to fix? Here's the visibility of all these things, why something is happening. Then we start to automate some responses. So it's a very easy to use tool. Cool. Um, and you can, you, can, you can download Sarah and you can start with a single account or a single project or a single initiative, doesn't really matter. And then you start to get the visibility. Okay, where are the risky identities? Where are the identity threats? Where are the risky entitlements? Uh, you know, how do I shrink this attack surface? Where am I going to fail audit? So all these questions are answers quite easily. And use that as a springboard to then build a more comprehensive program to build a completely enterprise-wide focus around this. Got it. Got it. That sounds cool. Sarah. And I Sarah. can get Sarah at stackidentity.com. Correct. That sounds, that's really cool. I, I, it's clever. And I think, I mean, this is what more and more people want anyway, right? Show me. It's like, let me see what you can do. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I want to service myself, essentially, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the other thing. So many people in today's world want to be able to just do it themselves, uh, learn it yeah, themselves, use days, it themselves. People really use spreadsheets, screenshots. It's pretty rough to look at uh, how customers... The way they're doing this now, what, what today, solving exactly. this, yeah, yeah, yeah. And by yeah. the time we do a, they do a spreadsheet extract, it's already out of, out of date. So Sarah runs continuously, right? So your environment changes continuously. You're adding new applications every day. Sarah changes all yeah. the time. You run Sarah at your own frequency. You run it, you know, 
twice a day, you know, once a week, whatever it is. So it gives you the real-time visibility of what the threats are. And that is a great starting point for customers to see where do they need to focus the resources. You know, high-risk areas, you know, uh, compliance, uh, you know, failures where and things like that. So, and new projects, you know, we're seeing, for example, a lot of focus on machine identities. Like, uh, what's the, mm-hmm. where are they operating? What are they doing? Because uh, unlike human beings, you cannot, uh, there's no multi-factor authentication from machines. <laughs> right. So are you, will your tool uh, surface uh, identities that have been idle and, Exactly. Maybe haven't been haven't been used or haven't really uh, that, that's been the exercised. Of, yeah, most basic. Because Say that most, again. It's the that's the most basic. The most basic because most of the time in the cloud environments, it's always over permission because developers control the entire environments. They don't like security. They yeah. want to bring. They want to get all the access up front. <laughs> so you have it's easier. Can, easier. Yeah. They're, they have a lot of access, and so they, they never use it. So a very quick test is, uh, you know, what we call as dormant access, unnecessary access, risky, you know, excessive access. These are all things you're not even using, but you're hoarding this access. Mm. So get rid of all this stuff. So we, 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 get, we get the journey of being able to kind of reduce the shrink the attack surface, reduce the blast radius. Right. And to really make sure that only the right identities have the right access for the right reasons. And that's the yeah. that's the mantra we go by. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Venkat, this has been awesome. Uh, man, I, I always love talking to you. You're such a smart guy. Uh, but it's fun to to stay abreast to the, the, the new stuff, the hot stuff, the stuff that's really causing us pain that we need to address. And you guys seem to be right on it. So... Thanks a ton hey, for being being here, buddy. Thanks, Grant. Always a pleasure to come on a show, and we should do it some other time. Yeah, definitely. So, please send my best to Sanjay and and uh, Ambrish and the team. Thanks very much for being here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a wonderful episode. Talk about a smart guy and long in the tooth when it comes to identity. I mean, Ben Cat, <laughs> uh, this guy's been around, but. Uh, he stays young and fresh and is addressing some pretty serious issues that are right on the edge for all of us. So I encourage you to take a look at stackidentity.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode as much as I have. Thanks so much for listening. Please like, share, tell your friends, and we'll look forward to having you back on the next episode of Talking Cloud. Thanks so very much. 